Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Tip by Cates, now declare the one-timer, they score! William Eklund, a power play goal, 2-0. This is Dirt and Sprague. I don't think we've seen an offense quite like this offense. Um... It's really unique. Obviously, you know, the, the closest would be, you know, Washington in some ways with the explosive passes. You know, a quarterback can make every single throw. They've got uh, great weapons. Um, they're strong in the offensive front with their own line. Um, they've got a really good running game, you know. Uh, with Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. We're not a governing body. We're a selection committee. So our job at the end of the day is to rank the teams they're If something like that were to come in, sure. That doesn't, that's not decided by the selection committee. Our job is to look at the teams that are eligible and make sure that we get them in the right order. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader 1080, The Fan. Hump day. Happy hump day, everybody. What is happening? Hi, boys. Hello. What's up, Swag? I have, uh, I wanted to confess something to start the show today, and I'm not... How was uh, therapy yesterday? Therapy was really good. I, I got a depression test, oh. uh, and then I got a so, common core belief table to check off. Okay. I have a question about a depression test. Sure. Do you, if you have depression, then... Did you pass or do you fail? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Like, are you positive or negative? It's yeah. not a positive negative test. It's oh, okay. it's a varying levels of depression test. So, like, uh, like what level of the scale so are you on? It's more an evaluation than a. So, like, test. suicidal depression would obviously be the sure. most extreme depression. That's right. a ten. That's a t- that's a ten. That's a ten. 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 You don't want to be a ten. You don't want to be a ten. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't really know. I haven't looked at it yet. The website for the therapy company is prohibiting me from logging in. I got to call them today for a password restart. <laughs> uh, it seems like a less than ideal thing. What if you're a nine and a half right now? Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, what if I was What if I was like, actually really yeah. super depressed and I did this? And, yes, then, like, and then you couldn't find out. The world's it like, you. no, we're not going to tell you. Sends you into a spiral. Uh, yes. No, you didn't uh, correctly tell us that you're not a robot. Right. And we needed to know where the crosswalk was in the pictures. And you couldn't identify it. So you're not. 
not going to get the help you need. Uh, therapy was great. I know both of those things I teed up made it sound awful, but it was more <laughs> about the conversation we were having. Uh-huh. And it was a curiosity like, oh, you guys do depression tests? And I was like, send it right to me. <laughs> I'll take that. I, I don't think people that are really depressed say stuff like that out loud. So, no. you know, I, I feel like this time of year, everybody is running it like uh, if the scale's zero to ten. I feel like this time of year, there's you're like our engines just rev at a two and a half. I had a really rough day on Monday uh-huh. after the show. I had some stuff happen, and you know, being in radio, it sometimes some of this stuff gets stuck in your head. It does, and so I had like a two three hour spurt where I was just really kind of down and out. But uh, you know, eventually I got out of it. It'll happen. I think a lot of it is the weather too. I I am a full believer in seasonal depression. Oh, it's a real thing. Yeah, and yeah, you get to this debatable. time of year, and it's like it's just dark all the time, and yeah. it's raining, and you can't do anything, sure. and it just it bring it brings me down every year. Yeah, every year there's that. I think I eventually get over it. The holidays help, and then it dips back down after the holidays, where you're like, God, we got three more months. Of this crap, but and at least for now, it's it revs it like a two because you look today's supposed to be a nice day at least, so that'll help. Today, you can go outside yes, it's like uh, the one sunny day of the week. It'll be crisp and cool, but clear. Get outside, get some sunlight. Dude, like Monday, are you kidding me? Oh God, yeah. what an awful day! No, I went for a big long <laughs> Monday walk was yesterday. Monday was it terrible. was quite refreshing in the afternoon. Yeah, it was slept nice. in. Not Thank you, boys. I I needed to sleep in. The... Didn't look like a whole lot of sleeping was happening in that hey. bed. Hey-o. Not on that no. picture. What pick? I'll scissor kick his gizzard. Dirt and Sprague in the background. Yeah, what's going on in there, Swigard? <laughs> huh? What are you doing in the morning? Swigard the couch. <laughs> oh, it was the couch, huh? No. No, she was already, she left at work. Oh. Didn't didn't uh, even know she had left. That's how tired I was. I thought you were going to say I put her to sleep, yeah. put her right back to bed. <laughs> I love meat. Um, no. Can I confess the oldest thing I've ever said out loud? Mm. I I thought I've been thinking about this for a couple of days. I am a grocery store just about every day guy. I don't buy it's... big bulk things of groceries. Yeah. I'm kind of like a one to two day guy. I could go to a grocery store every day. I I could too. I actually really enjoy it. Especially with little kids not around. It's like I just get to walk around, meander. Yeah. So the Fred Myers I go to is in Happy Valley. Mm-hmm. It's right down the road for me. It's very quick. Shout out that Freddy's. They're currently renovating the Happy Valley Fred Meyer. <laughs> yes, they oh. are. It's open, but like there's aisles that are closed, right. and some aisles have like the lift. And, and everything's like, rearranged. It, it, yeah, there's rearrangement going on, so it's a lot, excuse me, and then like there's somebody helping them. And I am finding myself, I don't know how old this makes me sound, I find myself fascinated and deeply invested in this renovation. (laughs) As a consumer of the Happy Valley Fred Meyer, I am watching very closely how they're organizing. And then I got stuck yesterday walking around, evaluating how I felt they organized their grocery store. That's where you're putting the milk, really? Well, okay, (laughs) let me give you a quick question. Quick question. Without looking, maybe you know it, maybe you don't. As quickly as you can. What aisle is the honey on? I would say it's with the other like like condiments, like peanut butter. Not condiments, not the right word, but like a peanut butter around the peanut butter and jelly. You think it's by the peanut butter? Yeah, it's in okay. one of two places. It could be by the peanut butter and the jelly and those things, or it could be with the baking stuff where you get sugar, ah. flour, those sorts of things. My brain works with Swigard here. Mm-hmm. When I think of honey, I do think of peanut butter, but I also think of cooking. Uh, tea, you know, things that you could use it for. Very versatile, this honey. It's a sweetener. It is 
on the peanut butter aisle. Mm. And at this Fred Meyers, I've been there a thousand times. I still forget. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a peanut butter aisle, and it's that way. Okay, let me ask you this question. Where should the ranch seasoning slash rub, not ranch dressing, Right. where is the ranch seasoning rub? Like the spice? Like a sp- like what are we it's talking about? Spice. spice. Dry ranch, yes. Sure. Uh, well, it's either next to the ranch or it's with the spices. That's not answering my question. It's, it's, actually, it's actually with the salad dressings. Okay. That is the wrong location for it. It is a seasoning. It is classified as a rub. I used it for some meat yesterday in my Instapot. Why is it next to salad dressing? I get it's called ranch. Right. But it doesn't make sense to because not have it next to the salad season. dressings also for the mixes for, like, ranch dip and vegetable dip. Yeah, it that's all there, goes too. there. That's what I'm talking about, ranch dip. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's with the salad dressing. It needs because to be ranch, with dry seasoning. See, I think this is where they put it next to, like, ranch is a salad dressing. So your tubed ranch is there, and but, they just put it next to the other ranch. So all of your ranch family is in the same aisle. But you could take ranch, and you could put it in sour cream. You could. You mix yes. it up, and there's my homemade ranch, quote-unquote. Totally could. But I think if you're buying that ranch, you're buying it for seasoning purposes. Yeah. I did a chuck roast, and I put ranch on it mm. inside with some pepperoni juice. Juice and Ooh. some pepperoni. It was really good. It's delightful. Hey, hey, it sounds great. Uh, and I, you know, I I struggled to find the ranch yesterday, <laughs> and I it didn't make sense in my brain. I said, "Excuse me, where's your ranch seasoning?" And she went, "Oh, it's on the salad dressing aisle." And I went, "I don't think that's right." And she goes, "A lot of people actually ask that question. Maybe you should move it. Maybe if this question's getting asked a lot, we should change where it goes." I I have realized because I too shop at that same Fred Meyer. And they have been very discombobulated lately. Well, they and got a lot it. of people working every day. Oh, they're grinding the away. Like, yeah. It's not their fault. They're, they're like, how do you how do you overhaul the landscape of a grocery store without throwing everything off? Right? It's just going to be a cluster F for a couple of weeks. That's the way it's going to work. I have realized about myself with the moving of things. I had a I had a general understanding of where things were in that grocery store. Now a lot of things have been moved around. I am so stubborn that I won't ask for help. Oh, I don't either. Like I will, I, I will, either. I will look for something, and I will walk up and down aisle, up and down aisle, up and down aisle. When I could very easily just bump into somebody who's stocking a shelf and say, "Hey, where's X, Y, and Z?" Yeah, I'll say, "Oh, it's two aisles over. Thank you very much." I don't know why I won't do that. Well, that's a very male thing, I think, to admit yeah. out loud. It depends <laughs> on how obscure the item is I'm looking for. Mm. If it's like, if I know it's, they may not even have it. I will probably go ask somebody. If sure. it's something that's a regular grocery item, I will wander around till I find it. <laughs> I, I wandered and I wandered and I, I stuck on the seasoning and I'm evaluating every row like eight different times. I see one and I go, is this ranch? Because it, it was it said Dano, but it doesn't oh, say f- not Hidden Valley. Not. Mm. Well, no, but it doesn't say ranch. It doesn't say what, it, but it looks mm. like ranch. And I go, is this ranch? And she goes, no, I think that's for, like, check it. <laughs> and I said, well, am I missing the ranch? And she said, it's on the... So I don't normally ask for help either, but I was stuck looking at these seasonings like, I'm missing it. I know I'm missing it. It is in here somewhere. Oh. It's on this aisle. Do you guys not have this? I know it's the <laughs> oldest thing to admit, but yesterday I'm like, I'm fascinated by organization structures of grocery stores. I know if I go to Safeway, which way the deli is and mm-hmm. which way the fruit is. If I walk in the building of a Safeway, yeah. I know where I'm going. No, I pretty much have them memorize the ones I go to. So there's a Trader Joe's, 
There's a Safeway and there's a Winco. So you got three grocery stores. You're uh, a regular of three grocery stores. And then there's there's also a Whole Foods and a New Seasons if you Jeez. need to go like there. So there's five within a mile that I can drive to. And you go to all five of these? Uh, yeah, depending on what I'm looking for. Wow. I'm a pretty consistent. I'll do once a month, maybe once every six weeks, a Costco run where you load up on stuff. Yeah. And then everything else is Freddy's. That's yeah. that's my, you know, may, pop in a new seasons every now and then, once in a blue moon. You're like, yeah, it's get weird. Let's go to new seasons today. Yeah. I have nothing against new seasons. It's just a little bit further away from my house. So it's like I have to drive by the Freddy's to get there. You, you do. Get a little, and it's like, this is kind of yeah, dumb. I'm driving, spendy I'm driving by a grocery store to go foods. to another grocery store. And we get gas points at this one. So we might as well keep going there. I This stuff is fascinating to me as well. And as a multi-time uh, regional bagging champion at a grocery <laughs> store. Oh, look at you. I've thought about grocery stores for many moons, man. I know yep. the... In, I know the inner workings of grocery I stores do very know the well. Inner workings. That was my uh, that was my high school and college part time job. Yep. I uh, I worked at a Winco for three weeks in Corvallis. It was my first three weeks in Corvallis. Ooh. I needed a job. Winco was hiring. I got hired, and I said, "Great, I'm excited to start." When do I start? And she said, uh, "Tomorrow at 10:30." And I said, "10:30 a.m. I I have class." And she goes, "No, 10:30 p.m." Oh, you're stocking shelves. Uh, I was the overnight person. I yeah, didn't get good. off till nice. five thirty or not six a.m. Not good. I Rowing will tell you freight, right now, baby. <laughs> there is not, and I don't. I don't say this jokingly, but it's gonna kind of sound funny out loud. There is not a more depressed group of people that exist than no. the people who work overnight at grocery stores. No, there's like five of you in there. Yeah. And, and now some grocery stores are open 24 hours, which makes things even more complicated. Yeah, there's a Winco, yeah. So if you're working at one that it's not open 24 hours, I feel like it's a little more manageable. It where it's was. like you're just the loading little, and whatever. Yeah, the little boutique grocery store in Lake Grove that I worked at in high school and stuff, it was... I don't know, 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. It was open. And so when you so you only really did that like twice a week where you got your shipments and stocked all the shelves. And so there were three of us and it was great because you just closed everything. You blared. It was a boom box bat in that day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Blared the boom box. Yeah, you're loading stuff up. About 3 a.m. You would go just raid the deli and help yourself to whatever you wanted. It was fantastic. And then, mm. yeah, about six o'clock, you're finishing up facing everything. So it looks all pretty and <laughs> you're done. It was awesome. The most depressing time, I would say, was our lunch break, yeah. which was at like 2.30 a.m. Time to eat something. And I, I, I was wasn't on the schedule so like I wasn't hungry I was feeling weird and I remember classifying in my brain these are the most depressed people I've ever worked with yeah because a guy was in line and we we're paying for our stuff and the gal behind him he scans his lunch meal and she went frozen burrito again huh and he went yeah well <laughs> He just grabbed it, and it was the saddest display of eating a frozen burrito I've ever seen in my life. And I remember sitting there going, I need money. I don't know how bad I need money, though. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And so I did it for a couple weeks. Uh, I got like a, I got a paycheck and a half or something, and I, I, was, I was out of that bitch. I'm like, I'm working a normal job. No, my brother uh, worked at the Superette. The Superette? What's that? The little mini convenience store right near campus that sold all the beer they were like the highest they would go through beer in corvallis yeah it's right oh, by man. the university i wonder if they rebranded that to maybe that's the name of, there was a food mart right across the street something it was like that yeah it was, it was called the superette when yeah. he was he was there i know what you're talking i know story yeah. you're talking about very so loose with fake ids <laughs> yeah yeah you're 21 here you go well, in corvallis <laughs> there was they had clubs that were stealing them 
<laughs> they had a club. Oh. One of our nightclubs got shut down because they were stealing IDs. My ID, coincidentally, oh. got stolen from that place. Oh, that's not good. No. Not, so somebody not was a Brandon Sprague out there. Not good at all. I, could, I am now picturing the guy with like a paper plate heating up his frozen burrito at 3 o'clock in the morning. That is exactly like, yeah. what he was using was a paper yeah. plate. He had I a am. microwave and... There's like nine of Turn us upstairs. Little burgundy aprons. There's He's, nothing else to eat, though. Like, no. you didn't bring your lunch. What else are you get in the deli's clothes? You're working Dude. overnight, so you don't have any other choices. What are you, bre- buying a loaf of bread and making a sandwich? I watched a guy house a giant brownie and a monster at 3 a.m., <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God, what is wrong with you? That's not good for your insides, man. So I... I know it's an old thing to admit, but I'm fascinated by grocery store structure. Now, the layout is fascinating. Why do you put stuff where you put it? What is the, real quick, and then we'll go. What's the one item that you hate where it's at? What's the one that bothers you? Ooh. Or the way a layout is. Is there anything about that grocery store layouts that you don't like? That's a really good question. I'm trying to think. No, I guess I just, it just throws me when they move stuff. Like I will, I'll just memorize where everything is, and I know where I gotta go. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the new the, the Freddy's that we go to. They've moved like the juice and the milk and the creamer is now. It used to just be milk and creamer. Now there's juice there too, uh-huh. and it throws me off. Yeah, and I it bothers me that those two things don't belong together. And I don't know if it's temporary because they haven't fixed the juice aisle yet, mm. or if that's a permanent fix. But it's dumb. And those things should not be in coolers next to each other. My my little one, and I'll go on this, the mozzarella balls that they sell, individual mozzarella, it's not with the other cheeses. It's <laughs> yeah. it's in, like, its own specialty cheese area. Yeah, you got to have the gourmet mm. cheese section. Not yeah. like, ah, not your cheddar crap, okay? This is for your, this is your nice cheeses. This is the cheese, and this is our nice cheese. This is your ricotta <laughs> cheese, okay? The ricotta cheese goes over here. Uh, we got a good show today, I think. I think I think yeah. we're off to a good start. That could be great. Uh, grocery store conversations. We already great. had YouTube comments saying, uh, I'm, I'm confused, is football season over? Seems like a topic for there's when there's no football talk, and the next comment was, you must be new here. This is the first segment. <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Yeah. Welcome in. I uh, appreciate no. you tuning in. We will, uh, if you miss Greg McElroy, we got a little Greg McElroy for you. We will get to Greg McElroy today, the college football playoff. Bill Orm wrote an article on the Timbers making a hire of Phil Neville. Uh, yeah, the Army is not happy with that. Well, the owner doesn't care about the Army. And I, I wish the Army would realize this and, like, just flat out stop going to any of the games, and maybe that would send the message. But the Army will show up, they'll do their chanting, and then they'll publicly say that they're frustrated by something and then still do nothing about it. Uh, so we'll talk to Bill Orm about this at 8. we got Statter Story at 8.15. Uh, we're going to start with a local taste, an important local note to make sure people are aware of. We'll start there. Dirt and Spring on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We'll get to uh, NFL zig or zag at 645 today. Talk about the college football playoff rankings. Dive back into the uh, big slate of NBA tonight. Man, people are excited about tonight. Oh, was yeah, it the, more in-season tournament games? No. Uh, no, just, no. No. They took no. Every, everybody was off in the NBA yesterday. It right? was the dumbest thing they've done, and they did it because they want people to vote, is if you can't vote and still attend a basketball game. It's unbelievable. Well, not every state had an election. Yeah, that was kind of the point yeah. of everybody saying, why is the whole, whole yeah. league taking the night off? What are we doing? I was sitting around last night, and I'm like, I need something to watch. I got I got nothing here. And I was looking like, yeah, did the Blazers play tonight? I don't know no. if they play tonight. I looked at the schedule, and I'm like, there are no NBA games. You okay. didn't go to the crowd. Kraken. I did not watch the Kraken no. last night. I watched night. the Red Wings and Rangers. That was a fun one. Hey, look mm-hmm. at you. Yeah. Go hockey. Do that hockey. <laughs> uh, I want to quickly, we'll start the Michigan story, uh, but I, I would quickly like to walk down memory lane here. Imagine, Swag, imagine being 25 years old again. I don't know how long ago that was for you, but it probably feels like a long time. That was 27 years ago. Wow, that's more than the 25 I threw at you. Yeah. 25 years young, you're wide-eyed, you're very immature, but you think you're an adult, and you finally decided, you know what, I'm still kind of young, but I got a kid, I'm going to get married, and you get married, and you go through the process, you do your I do's, you're about to have your wedding dinner, and your phone doesn't stop ringing over and over and over. You have six missed calls, you have two voicemails. You're like, what is going on here? And you call this person back who keeps calling you over and over and over again. And they they call you on your wedding day during your wedding dinner to say, I think we lost you your job. <laughs> and you respond with, why would I have lost my job? How is that possible? On my wedding day, not doing my job. I wasn't even there. And they respond... Because we gave a bad LaMarcus Aldridge take. Which, by the way, ended up being a great LaMarcus Aldridge take. Happy 11-year anniversary (laughs) to the dumbest show to ever exist in sports radio and my wedding anniversary. We're here, baby! We did it! Dude, that was one of the weirdest nights of my life because that was our first ever show. In your life, <laughs> I was at my wedding dinner. Oh, quit your complaining. You were fine. You're sitting on a beach. You didn't lose your job. We, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget the panic feeling of us, Danforth and I, calling you of like, what did we just do? This is horrible. And then also in the moment, probably one of us should have acknowledged, like, this isn't a good idea. We probably shouldn't call him on our on our on his wedding day. But neither of us were in relationships at the time, so our brains didn't really work that way. Lord knows the child takes that we gave later on in the show's history. We were not parents. You know, sometimes you live and you learn, right? But I'll never forget finishing that show and thinking, like, that's the worst piece of radio that's ever existed. There's never been a worse radio show than the show that we just did. And we went out, and the show was, I think, from 7 to 9 p.m., I want to say was the time frame on it. We went up the street to a store, and I bought. And he didn't drink. I bought a six pack of beer. We <laughs> yeah. ordered. We ordered a large pizza. Yeah, that tracks. We went back to the studio, and this would have been at like ten thirty at night or whatever. And we sat in one of the production rooms and a house to pizza. And I drank all six beers. 
and we listened back to the two-hour show. And we got done listening to it, and we're like, ah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. There's something about being in the moment of something that it feels like this is awful. This yeah. is the worst thing that's ever done. Nobody's ever done a worse show than this. You listen back, and you're like, I mean, it wasn't great. Sure, I don't know if that file exists anywhere. But it wasn't that bad. We're not going to get fired. We'll be okay. My wife wants me to run to the hospital when your child is born, <laughs> yeah. bang on the window, and yeah. get you to leave Michelle's side in the middle of childbirth <laughs> just so I could tell you something very unimportant. That seems, that seems pretty... I go, I don't think he would respond. And she goes, well, you responded. And I'm like, I know, but a lot of things I did. In my life, everybody else was younger, so yeah. it, it didn't really. It doesn't work the same way. It seems pretty reasonable. It seems like a reasonable thing to do. <laughs> I realized. Dirt, dirt, dirt. <laughs> I think you got fired. Hey, hey, hey! You're gonna lose your job, man. You're gonna lose your job. It's all right. I got three months paid. This is great. I uh, I realized, but we bought the wife a new car a couple weeks ago, and it was it was a little painful because she was she's been very excited about all the little nuances and the things that she has and all the gadgets and all that stuff. And the other day, she said, "I got to set my my radio lineup on my presets." And she started setting the presets, and then she got home from work that day and was telling, was going through the stations where she put them mm. on the on the the preset. And we're she's a P six of the show. I figured we wouldn't be top five. I was like, really? We're number six? And she said, Well, I was going in like order of the number of the station. I was like, What does that mean? What do you need to do that for? Hmm. That doesn't make any sense. We're on. You're a P six. There's five other stations you'd rather listen to than my show. You know how hurtful that is. Just lie to me at least. Put me number one. You don't have to listen, but put me number one. Do you even love me? Yeah. <laughs> Do you even want to have sex with me anymore? Is this over? I don't think my wife has a, a preset for our show. Doesn't have the fan on the preset? No, Come on. Not at all. Put me on the dais. I want to be on the dais. Is she is uh, all the FM stations that play music, or she just listens to Spotify or Apple music? It's amazing. <laughs> we can talk about anything we want, and she'll never know. By the way, the take 11 years ago was that the Blazers should trade LaMarcus Aldridge before they lose him for nothing in free agency. That, that was the take. That was the take you thought you were going to lose a job over. I did, because people were very upset, and we got a lot of angry texts, and that's that first show when you're, like, reading the text line, and, and it was like, you the text suck, machine. this yeah. show sucks, you're right. an idiot, right. you're terrible at your job, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, I'm terrible at my job, I'm an idiot, I'm going to get fired, <laughs> and then you realize they don't have any clue what they're talking about, and I ended up being right. You were the Connor Stallions of 1080 You're to fan. damn right I would. Should have traded his ass, dude. We got nothing out of him. What the hell was that all about? Let's talk about that story. I We took a day off from it, and then more stuff came out yesterday. So look, we'll dive into the Connor Stallions Michigan situation. We got NFL Zigger Zag at 645, and we'll dive into, uh, dive into the college football playoff. One former quarterback of this university is bitching and moaning on national TV that his university should be the one favored to go to a playoff. Got problems with this. I'm not even a duck fan. So we'll get to that coming up. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, Dirt, the uh, Michigan Connor Stallion story not going anywhere. The Big Ten and Tony Petit, Petiti, Petiti, Petiti has sent Michigan a notice that uh, actions are coming down the pipeline. Michigan also uh, called into the Big Ten offices allegations that Ohio State was giving Purdue some of their signs. So now we've got Michigan pointing the finger back at other Big Ten teams saying, see, you you steal our signs too. They did it too. They're also threatening litigation if anything is to happen from the Big Ten on Jim Harbaugh in terms of a suspension. Uh, the whole thing is messy. It's gross. And the funniest thing about all of this are the four schools going to the Big Ten because you leave the dumpster that is the Pac-12 for the messy ugliness of what looks like the Big Ten right now and a commissioner that I'm not really sure where he stands within his own conference. No, I, he is treading very carefully here. He is a new commissioner, and you have everybody in the conference that is after the biggest fish in the conference currently, and that's a tough decision to make. Like I, I think it was Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, the other day was asked about it and his thoughts on the scandal, and he was like, man, I wouldn't wish that situation on anybody. Because there's no right answer here, right? If he doesn't punish Michigan or do anything about Michigan, you're pissing off the rest of the conference. And everybody's angry. You're going to say, really? You're going to let that slide? They can do whatever they want? And if you do something about Michigan, he is going to be embroiled into a a legal battle that who knows how long it's going to take. I'm not even going to pretend to understand the legal maneuvers that will take place once some sort of punishment comes. But we all know that something will come. And Michigan will respond swiftly to it. They seem to believe that if there is a suspension of Jim Harbaugh, which I still expect to happen, that they're going to be able to get a stay in court, that nothing will be end up being served this season, and it'll be something that gets kicked to the courtroom for basically the offseason and we'll get there by next year. It is hilarious, though, that Michigan is doing everything they can to muddy the waters and to throw things against the wall and see what sticks. And their latest action is to say, well, everybody's cheating against us, too. Here's the evidence. They're leaking all of this to reporters the same way other schools have done about Michigan. I I, I read a lot of it yesterday. The, I think 40 had a good piece and a couple other writers as well at SI. There, There is still a difference, though, to me in terms of how you acquired 
the information that you got and what Michigan did, in my opinion, went above and beyond what anybody else did. The sharing between coaches will happen every single year. Coaches know each other on other staffs. It benefits them for a team to win or a team to lose. Oh, yeah. And you're going to get a tip. Like, you think Arizona State played Washington the week after Oregon played Washington. You don't think Kenny Dillingham was on the phone with all the guys he was on the staff with yeah. at Oregon the year before? Might have talked to Dan. Saying, hey, like, hey, you got any tips? What did they do in this situation? How did this look? How did this? You know, what would, did you see a sign here or there? Like that stuff happens week in and week out when you're illegally filming and buying tickets and going to games. And oh, by the way, putting a coach on the sidelines of another team in a game that you're not playing for. I mean, that's just a step that's way further than any of these other allegations that are out there. Well, Blake Corum, the running back, is now tied to him. Connor Stallions is listed on a business dealing with Blake Corum. Uh, Reportedly, Stallions lived in a house, and his front porch had vacuums all over it. He was fixing them up and basically selling used vacuums out of, like, his front porch. Uh, Corm on this business document denies knowing Connor Stallions. Oh, of course, I've never met him before. But we did find out his last name is not Stallions. Oh. He did make up the name. It was too pornography centric <laughs> for me to believe that was a real name. Connor O'Day is yeah. the person listed with the same address as Connor Stallions. Stallions is a cooler last name. I mean, it's a much cooler name, no right. doubt, but we know his real name now. Uh, and Corm denies knowing or being a part of anything. Even though he's listed on a business document, the Wyoming state documents discovered uh, in the BC2 housing LLC, Coram denies knowing what's going on with this, knowing stallions are O'Day, and he has now been implicated in this a little bit, just in the terms of relationships and what were the tie-ins within the the program at Michigan with, with stallions. Where does this go? And, and, and what am I to make of it? Because people were wondering before the playoff came out, Hey, the committee is going to punish Michigan. No, they're not. No. It's quite clear they're not. They don't care. They've said it's not their job. They're actively rooting against them, though. I can guarantee you that. They want Michigan to lose so they don't have to deal with this. I, I don't think they – no, I don't think the committee roots for anything. I, th- I think the committee has favorites. I don't think the committee sits there and goes, well, I hope this team loses this week, so I have to rank them number three. I just don't think they want to deal with it. Michigan's athletic director is on the committee, and he can no longer serve. He's like has to stay in Ann Arbor to deal with all this well, crap. Well, this is where we divide on the in the fork in the road. You seem to think actual punishment's coming, and Tony Petiti in the Big Ten has basically publicly warned Michigan, hey, be ready. Mm-hmm. We're not really sure what that means, but I've always countered, I don't think this is happening. And if it does, it's just going to get delayed. And then and Harbaugh's going to leave. And then I'm going to kind of be wondering, so, like, is this really do anything, this punishment post-Harbaugh? I mean, maybe. But, like, Michigan is benefiting more from having this happen in terms of winning games and Stallions providing information and the record being what it is than any punishment the Big Ten gives them. You can strip a win. You can say they didn't. We're taking the Big Ten title away. Yeah, okay, but everybody's going to know Michigan won the Big Ten last year, and Michigan's really talented. Like, Mm -hmm. I think they benefit more from all of this, and they have been, than the punishment the Big Ten's ready to to, uh, give out. But where we divide or where we separate is 
you really think there's something's going to happen. I don't. I don't think anything's going to happen. Well, I think something's going to happen, but I also think Michigan will be able to battle it in court. So we both might end up being right here. Like, I, I would be shocked if we go through the next 48 hours and you don't hear anything in terms of a punishment being handed to Michigan. Now, they're going to immediately go to a courtroom and say... Uh, this is unfair. There's no proof that Jim Harbaugh knew anything, and that's the biggest smoking gun that they're still looking to find. That, that is such a ridiculous I know. It's a ridiculous defense. argument, but it's what they're going to make in court. If yeah. they cannot prove without a shadow of doubt that Jim Harbaugh knew everything that was going on inside his program, and I think the Big Ten's response would be, we don't care. You were cheating. You broke our competition clause or whatever it is and our bylaws, and we're still going to suspend him. How a court is going to rule on that, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up getting kicked down the road. You get a stay in the suspension and it ends up getting dealt with in the offseason. There was a report last week that they basically delivered Michigan notice of allegations. The Big Ten did. Now, part of this is you have to give them appropriate amount of time to mount their defense and to have a response to this. And so I don't think anything's going to happen today. But if you told me tomorrow we find out that Jim Harbaugh is suspended for three games or an indefinite suspension, whatever it is, I wouldn't be shocked. Does that mean he's not going to coach the rest of the season? I don't know. But I don't think the Big Ten can afford to not act with this. There's too much out there. There's too much noise. This is too big of a story. And I think Petiti needs to make a statement to the rest of his conference and to the new coming members of the conference that this will not be allowed and he needs to take it seriously. What should happen? Jim Harbaugh should be suspended. That's it? Just suspended? I, I, w- I wouldn't go further than that because I think at that point you're punishing the players and it's, un- it's almost unfair. But Jim Harbaugh deserves a suspension from this. And whether he knew or not, which he definitely knew. But if you want to argue, well, there's no smoking. Like, that's lack of institutional control. This was going on inside your program. You had a dude who was on the sidelines whispering in the ear of your offensive and defensive coordinators oh, yeah, yeah. what the calls were. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that was going on, then you deserve to get fired for that because well, you have no clue what's going on inside your program. There's a video during one of the games, I think it was last year, They, their Harbaugh and their offensive coordinator yeah. are caught staring at Stallions, and he says there's edge pressure coming on the right because he sees the defensive signals. And what does Michigan do? Make a run to the left. They go to the left, and they get a first down and a big gain. Like, yeah. you there just you be... lose me with this whole he didn't know. And, yeah, you need writing or something. I just – Yeah, Harbaugh should be ridiculous. suspended, maybe even the athletic director too. But what you do to punish Michigan without punishing the kids, all of their shares of potential bowl money, college football playoff money, all that stuff, they forfeit. It goes to the Big Ten and is distributed to all the other schools evenly. They cannot profit from this. But but doesn't so let, let the kids play, yeah. get their rings. If they win a national championship, fantastic. But the school won't reap any financial rewards from it. I know this sounds cold hearted. I don't really care about the players and what's right for the players. Like their coach is cheating on a, an egregious level. Like yeah. I'm sorry, that's you're you're the players. You're playing for the coach. Like yeah, I don't know. I, I see. I hear it. I I get it in my mind. Like don't punish the players. But you know what? Sometimes the athletic department and football teams need to be punished. And I'm sorry those players are on that team. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the situation. You can't be like, well, let's parse this out. Harbaugh over here, punishment. Players, la da 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 da. That's not how that works. So, I, fair or not, it's like it, it sucks for those players, but their coach is the one that's like helped, you know, orchestrate this whole thing. They haven't yeah. proved it yet. But if anybody has ever been around any program for any extended period of time, 
You know how ridiculous it is to say out loud, the coach didn't know. Yeah, there's a giant cheating scandal going on b- b- below his nose, and he doesn't know what's happening. Well, Come they, on, get and they here. recently redefined or rewrote bylaws that basically say the head coach is responsible for all the actions of his coaching staff under the program. He's the whether highest he, paid state employee. Whether he knows he it be. or not. You're responsible for your program and everybody you hire. They they made that clear a few years back that you're responsible for it. So no longer is there plausible deniability of your staff. Yeah, and I see your point about the players, and they are undoubtedly benefiting from this cheating scandal over the last couple of years. I think it's just a larger issue that I have in the NCAA where the wrong people end up getting punished. For sure. I, I agree with that. It's, just, yeah. it's not even just this storyline. It's overall. Like, you can use as many as you want. Like, Arizona State has a bowl ban this year. They weren't going to a bowl game anyways. Like, dude, nobody on this staff, none of these, all these, most of these players are new. They portaled in a lot of guys. Like, why is this team paying the punishment because Herm Edwards was a jackass that had to try and cheat to win? Yeah, why, why is make the athletic any director skate? Exactly. These. Why isn't he fired? Why isn't there a, a fine for him? Or he doesn't have to go three years without making money. Like, I, like, there are people that deserve to be punished, but it usually ends up being the wrong people. I see your point about the Michigan players. That's the only issue I have, though. Like, a lot of these guys, man, it's their last year of college football. Like, you got one more shot at this, and that would suck to lose that opportunity when Jim Harbaugh is likely, we all believe in the offseason, going to say, peace. I don't care about your legal battles. Good luck, Michigan. I'm going to go coach the Chicago Bears and Caleb Williams. I'll see you later. And he's not going to have to pay any sort of punishment for this. It's the same thing that happened when Pete Carroll left USC, man. Mm -hmm. He cheated. You had the Reggie Bush stuff. He's like, all right, I'm out of here. Pulls the parachute. USC gets left with all the sanctions. They're the program that has to rebuild. And four years later, he's winning a Super Bowl with the Seahawks. And look at Pete Carroll. He's great. He's chewing gum. They still haven't recovered. No, they They, haven't. They they never recovered. They had some good seasons. They haven't recovered from the Pete Carroll, Reggie Bush stuff. No, they have not. That was in the Early two, I was in high school when was that like was 15 happening. Fifteen years ago, man, it was a long time ago. He left. I think his last year there was two thousand and nine. Uh, yeah, last I think year. that was his last two thousand nine or yeah. two thousand ten. But Bush in was oh four oh five. Like yeah. I, that, that, I was in high school. I'm almost forty. It's yeah. crazy. It just drives me nuts. That then the future players who committed to play, in most cases, for a different coach that had nothing to do with the cheating, they're the ones that have to pay the punishment for it. NFL zigger zag next on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We'll get to the uh, college football playoff rankings released last night. We got a former Alabama quarterback saying Alabama should be ranked ahead of Oregon if this happens. I love that that's taken seriously as some statement from anybody that matters. A guy who also puts out his own rankings every week and has Oregon ranked ahead of Alabama. Dweeb. (laughs) Uh, We'll get to that in hour number two. It is time for NFL zig or zag. Ooh, yeah. The fan sometimes does these poll studies on listeners, and I got the results back on Monday night. Yeah, they're in on the zigzag. The zigzag is up to the 645 Wednesday segment by at least an 87% margin. I think it's because of all of my correct zigs and all my correct zags. 
Steve Kornacki uh, went Haven't missed on one yet. for us. Yes, he nice. even showed me the pockets of Oregon nice. that are turning are to zig and zagging. Yeah. What color is zig blue, zag red? What do we? What do you oh. think it is? I don't know. Hmm. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I'm I'm all about the khaki pants. So Thursday night football isn't really an exciting matchup. It's Panthers Bears, <laughs> but the Panthers blog Cat Scratch Reader. Nice. Good. That's a good sight. That's well done. Well done. Well played. Round of applause. Round of applause. I well appreciate done. that. Well done. They went through and made an article list of why Bryce Young was the right decision for the team. Dirt Ziggerzag, the Panthers, <laughs> not the Bears, uh-huh. will win the number one pick trade that happened a year ago. Ooh, I like that. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, the Bears are. <laughs> I'm a little, a little confused here. Okay. <laughs> No matter who, like, the Bears are one of the worst teams in the NFL. If the Panthers finishes the worst team in football, the, yeah. pa- the Bears will get the number one pick in the draft well, via I'm, the Panthers. I'll, I'll zig this because the Bears are going to get the number one pick in the draft. The ba- either with their own pick or the Panthers' pick. So, they will have the number one pick in the draft. And they will pick a player that's better than Bryce Young career-wise. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's the added layer to it. I was confused Well, by who it. wins the trade? I mean, um, you got to win a trade, right? Yeah, I'll zig on that. I think the Bears are going to end up winning this trade. I'm not done on Bryce Young. It's ridiculous how quickly we react to this stuff. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young played. Yes. Who played better in that game? Bryce Young edged him. Sure. Who won the game? The Panthers did. Okay. Fast forward a week later, Bryce Young throws three picks. C.J. Stroud goes for 450. All of a sudden, it's like, God, the Panthers are stupid. Why'd you draft the guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, look, C.J. Stroud has looked better than Bryce Young this year. There's no doubt about it. The size concerns have been there for Bryce Young for a long time. I'm not punting on his career. What I will punt on is the decision by any organization ever, any year, doesn't matter, to use up assets to move up in the draft to draft a quarterback. There is not a single case that anybody can point to in this ever-working and the Bears unquestionably made the right decision. The quarterback class was a little sketchy last year. This year's quarterback class is better. They might end up with the number one and number two overall picks in the NFL draft this season. They unquestionably won the trade. That's a zig. Sure it's not a zig? I am going to gamble on the Panthers, though. The Panthers are getting three and a half points tomorrow night. Why are the Panthers getting three and a half points against the Chicago Bears? Make that make sense. Let's go, Panthers. Roar, boys. I think the Roar Boys are the Lions. We can. It's another big cat. Big cats work. Lions, Panthers, they roar. Okay. Panthers roar too, okay? Let them roar. Massive game in Jacksonville as the slumping Niners <laughs> playing the Jags, who have put some wins together now. They have. Dirt zigger zag. The Jags put themselves in the Super Bowl contender category with a win against the Niners. Ooh. Ah. Uh... I'm going to zag on that. I'm going to zag on that. Wow. Pro Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence guy telling me they're not contenders if they beat a Super Bowl contender. I think there's just an aspect of, uh, you know me, I got to see it to believe it. And winning a regular season, like this would be a big win. I actually am considering gambling on the 49ers this weekend coming off of a bye. Everybody else is. Yeah, I just, I I don't know, man. I still believe that the 49ers are one of the best teams in the NFL despite what's happened the last three weeks. And I think they're going to find their groove coming out of the bye week. There's just an aspect of, even even if Jacksonville wins this weekend, would I take them to go into Baltimore and win a playoff game? Would I take them to beat Joe Burrow head-to-head? Would I take them to beat Patrick Mahomes in the way Kansas City's playing defense? Did you pick them to beat Buffalo? I think I would. I would pick They'd already beat Buffalo this year, and I would. Buffalo's got issues. Um, but those three teams that I just listed, I don't know if I would pick Jacksonville to beat them. I think they're in that next tier. They're building. They're getting there. But I think it's a big jump to go from winning a wild card game to saying you can win a Super Bowl, and I'm not quite there yet with Jacksonville. So I'm going to zag on that. 
According to Jonathan Jones of CBSSports.com, Mark Davis is eyeing a, quote, players-centric, end quote, coach. <laughs> Zigger Zag, Antonio Pierce-Dirt will earn the Raiders' job after starting 1-0 as the head coach. <laughs> he shouted out the practice players yesterday, said they're just as much a part of the team as anybody else. That he did. The locker room is smoking victory cigars. That they are. Zigger Zag, Antonio Pierce earns the job the rest of the way. I will zag, uh, zag this as hard as I could zag anything. Uh, the Raiders are a terrible football team. Terrible. They have been a terrible team all year. They had their coach effect game. Not coach effect isn't the right word. Their coach boost game from firing the guy that everybody hates. We talked about this last week. Jeff Saturday won his first game. Jeff Saturday. I think coincidentally against the Raiders. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was. He left the ESPN studios, went to the sideline, and won an NFL game. He had never coached a game in his life. He won a game. What did we say about that three weeks later? We laughed at them because it was ridiculous that they did it. They're playing the Jets this weekend. Again, I might gamble on the Jets this weekend. That defense against that Raiders offense, tasty, tasty matchup. I like it. I like it. Okay. And I think the Raiders will come back down to earth. I don't think he's going to get the job. My final one, then we go to the second hour, actually hits on something you alluded to there. Mm. Following the Monday Night Football game between Jets Chargers, unders in games are now 22-7 and on primetime. Oh. Scoring in the NFL this year and last year is down as a whole. Nate Tice of Yahoo Sports wrote this. Basically, if Buddy Ryan and Monty, Monty Kiffin's schematic trees cross-pollinated, and I don't mean Rex and Lane, it results in modern defense. Because while teams are running more cover four in zone than ever, they're also running cover zero at its highest rate league-wide since 2019. Dirt Ziggers Zag, NFL defenses have finally caught up to the spread them out, explosive throwing offenses of the National Football League. Can I zig and zag at the same time? Can yep. I fence it? I can't There's fence no, it. You got a zigger zag. We got a zigger zag to the second set to the hour uh, number two. I'm gonna zag this. I think defenses have gotten better. There's no doubt they've figured out schematics and things evolve. Right? This is going on in college football with up tempo offenses. You don't see it as much because defenses have found a way to to slow it down and they know how to mitigate it a little bit. I think the main issue though right now with scoring is. Really bad quarterback play and really bad offensive line play, and some of that is injury-based, right? Like the Jets' offense, if Aaron Rodgers had stayed healthy, would be drastically better. But he got hurt on the third play of the game, and the Jets can't score points on anybody. I think one of the course corrections that you're going to see from offenses in years to come is to play guys in the preseason. There, is, there are metrics out there that show us if you play in the preseason, you get off to a better start. If you don't play in the preseason, your offense is going to take a couple of weeks to get there. And I think that bear, that, that weighs some of these numbers down the first month of the season as opposed to being more prepared. And then you add injuries to the mix. Defenses are going to be better. But I'm, I'm going to zag. I don't think this is a defensive adjustment. I just think there's a lot of bad offensive line play and a lot of bad quarterback play. Hour number two, there's NFL zigger zag. We do it every Wednesday at 645. Hour number two, college football playoff ranking. Should Oregon get over Alabama in this scenario? One former quarterback says yes. We'll talk about that. Hour number two, Dern Sprague on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 